Hello, my name is William Kyle Glenn, and you are listening to Radio Free Space on WDRT 91.9, and this is The Conscious Bro Show. So as I said, my name is William Kyle Glenn, I go by Kyle, and sitting across from me is Tony Mackeset. Hello. And I guess we'll just start, just give you a quick introduction on what I do. I teach mindfulness, or at least I did before the COVID happened. Hopefully I will in the future. Although I did just teach it in a class like cool. last week nice. and then uh i'm also an authenticity coach i help people find their magic and find their way into a life that works for them yeah and then our friend alberto is in town and uh you want to introduce yourself sure sure hello my name is alberto yanez and um i guess i consider myself a uh spirit that lives in chicago <laughs> um I work at a children's hospital, pediatric phlebotomist, um, and uh, been coming up here to Viroqua since 2003-ish, maybe. Um, and um, I like like these gentlemen sitting next to me, uh, just like to live life to the fullest and motivate people to a better experience. Mm, awesome, man. Absolutely. So the three of us last night were talking about relationships and pretty much everybody else, not, almost everybody else like in my circle that I'm talking to is dealing with some kind of relationship stuff. So relationship issues seem to be on the forefront right now. So we thought it would be a really good time to actually like to talk about that. We haven't talked about that before on this show. So we wanted to talk about relationships and you know what that means to us and like what goes into that. What is yeah. a relationship? A relationship is a bonding between two individuals mm -hmm. where there's the scenario where you feel it's easy for you to be like selfless to their situation. Because you got your basic relationship, which would be just your ability to relate with somebody else. It's almost like a seeing yourself in the eyes of someone else or mm -hmm. having an experience of who you really are. Um, with this person because I don't know about you but like this is just how I am like I like all the people that I know and even people that I don't know like I like it's interesting I can see myself through their eyes like it's like mm. they the person that they see me as is different like every person that I know kind of sees me as differently through their own like lens of who I am mm -hmm. and it's really interesting yeah um, to notice that yeah. And we get to have this experience of learning about ourselves through other people. Mm. And then just the close bonding and we're in it together and mm -hmm. we're, we're not alone. Now, when we get to, um, you know, intimate relationships, you know, there's a, there's a deeper love and intimacy and mutual respect mm -hmm. and love. And really like, it's to me it's like it's a agreement that we've made to grow together to yeah. experience life together and since in this life um change is the only const constant um in order for a relationship like that like a intimate relationship to work it, there must be an agreement to grow together mm -hmm. and there has to be there's a container formed you know mm -hmm. around around what that relationship is and like what is it you know what yeah. are the agreements anyway i was reading this book that talks about this couple bubble 
it's you and then you and your significant other yeah. in your little bubble right. protecting each other. But anyway, so every relationship has to have some kind of container of like the agreements of like, what is this thing? What are mm-hmm. the rules to this thing? And, um, and that must be protected. And that is called boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. When you talk about relationships, um, boundaries go hand in hand with it. And any, any painful situation that I've ever been in, I don't know about ever been in, but most painful situations with me, um, surrounding relationships has to do with like boundary issues, Mm. either boundary breaches Mm -hmm. or like not understanding what the boundaries are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or just like, well, yeah, when you don't understand there's like enmeshment and, and hidden expectations of, and not lack of clarity of like, what is this, this thing that we're doing? You basically got like two categories. You got your categories on how do you like relate to everybody around you. And then you got like an intimate relationship as far as like relating to people in the world around you. It's like to the way that I see it is like, we're all one energy and we're all like coming from like a singularity point of consciousness and different like focal points of seeing. And like when you relate to somebody like outside of yourself in a relationship, you're kind of like seeing yourself through their eyes. You know what I mean? And like when I look at all my like friends and people that I know and even people that I don't know, I am, uh, it's like they all like see a different side of me. They all like have their own version of who I am. And I almost get to have a new experience of like, what it means to be myself through someone else's eyes Mm -hmm. and then the camaraderie and this shared experience that, you know, we're not on this planet alone. There's Mm -hmm. other people uh, living on this planet with us. You know, that's one of the joys Mm -hmm. of a relationship. And then we find someone that, you know, we really enjoy that experience with of, of seeing ourselves through their eyes and we kind of like up the ante and mm-hmm. you know we form like an intimate relationship i guess right and that is really like a choice to uh to grow together like it, to me it's really a choice to like form this deep intimate bond grow and love and respect mm-hmm. and just like and just who we are mm-hmm. um through the eyes of someone else so in order to do that um in order to do that, you essentially have to like form some kind of agreement. Like, what does it mean? And we have our traditional like Western world agreements of like what is what it means to be in a relationship. But like, mm-hmm. it could really be whatever we want. You got to form. You know, usually it means like you're monogamous, and not always, but usually right. that I would say that's a good agreement. To sure. have. But like, you you have to form some kind of some kind of agreement for the container of like what is this thing. Like, what, what is this thing? And then you have the opportunity to honor this with, with someone else mm. and, and get the benefits of that. And when you form something like this, almost no matter what, and you get to these intimate ties, it starts to sink into some of these pain points. Like, you know, almost everybody has trauma, in my experience, like some way or another when, they, when they're growing up. And when you form these deep, intimate bonds with somebody else, it's impossible not to like 
kind of get into that. Some of that starts showing its face mm -hmm. through the eyes of someone else, through the projection, like the, the other person's a screen that you're like projecting mm -hmm. onto them and you're here to like help each other work through this and grow together. And um, yeah, that's what, mm -hmm. that's what, that's, yeah. what's that's a, that's what a relationship is to me. Yeah, that's an intense, deep dive into like the core of what relationships how they really exist or how they should exist. Yeah, very cool. And like when I talked about that container of what of what it meant to um you know, like what a relationship means, there's also something that like on the outside of that container is boundaries. You know, like how do you hold the integrity of like what it means to be in relation with somebody else? And to me, like the absolute the biggest key to having like a successful relationship, intimate relationship, is to make sure that that those boundaries are first of all very clear, like you know mm -hmm. what they are, like what is this thing that we're doing here, like what mm -hmm. are we doing, like right. we're doing something here, like what is the agreements behind that, yeah, and then to like make sure they're enforced and like make sure that like when you set these agreements that like they don't just get like, you know like thrown out the window, mm -hmm. you know like that they and any type of painful situation that I've been in, um, m most painful situations with a relationship has to do with either like not being clear, like there's this blob of a relationship here, there's something's happening, but I don't really know what it is or like what the agreement is or whatever. Either that's going on where there's like expectations that I don't really know about from the other person or myself, mm -hmm. or it's that I've set agreements and, and, and either I'm not honoring them or the other person's not honoring them, mm -hmm. you know, honoring the, the integrity of that container, the boundaries right. of it. And that to me is like probably the number one yeah. <laughs> reason, like why a lot of relationships, but we all, this thing's always changing. Like we all, we're always growing, you know what right. I mean? So it's like, it's ever evolving. Yeah. That it probably wasn't going to work out. Like it wasn't like what I needed for my soul. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So basically what happened was the other person kind of like started to like find what she needed elsewhere. And since we didn't have like a solid container of like, you know, we're together or we're like actually like a thing or we're actually like in a relationship. It wasn't like really that like we were just kind of like talking, but like we weren't like actually seeing each other. We mm -hmm. couldn't like actually agree on like a on like a. a um a title for what it was we we're doing so anyway she went on and started like she basically started seeing somebody else mm. and that wasn't really communicated to me at all mm. and like so you know all of a sudden you know there here we are again with the boundary you know what i mean like so it's like now there's another person in and that was really that was really heartbreaking for me mm. that situation and yeah. i think it would have all been and like you can't quite say like anyone's at fault because there was never any clarity of like what we were doing. Right. Like it wasn't like, oh, we're in a relationship. You know, she cheated on me. No, we weren't even in a relationship. We didn't even say that we were. Yeah, but like, so. you know what I mean? So it was like that's the problem that you get when you don't define mm -hmm. the container of like what it means. What it, it like at some point like the mutual attraction and you want to go on this journey and of love and intimacy. And that's awesome. That's cool to have those experiences. But there comes a moment where it's like, okay, well, what are we doing? 
Yeah. Like, what is it, what is this? Like, right. who am I to you? Who are you to me? Yeah. What are the roles that we're playing? What are the agreements? And the reason why you do that is so, like, there's not hidden expectations. There's not, like, expectations that get to be broken. There's not, like, uh, um, because pe- if you don't do that, you get enmeshed and like people, those are, those are the situations where people get hurt. I'm just, that, that I've said, when you don't clarify mm-hmm. what you're doing. Right. It's like, what, what are the elements beyond boundaries that are part or should be part of a relationship, a, a good relationship, really? Like, or, or what's a, what is a good relationship, you know, in the romantic realms? Like what, you know, what is the whole point of this? You know, to to fulfill biological desires and you know those kind of primal things. I, I think mean, we should yield to Berto on this one. Do you, you have know. anything to say on that? Uh, like what? What's a good? What's a good relationship to you? Uh, you know, I'm 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 real easy. Uh, life is very simple to me. Uh, I think a, I think a relationship is basically just when two people come together and they share moments in life and they try to make the best of life together. Um, that's that's basically it. Uh, mutual respect, you know, a love that hopefully uh, turns into uh, unconditional love. You know, which is which is easier said than done. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, like what I want to say is that, uh, you know, I live in Chicago and, and, and I have a cabin, some land up here in, in, in Viroqua. So, um, you know, living in Chicago, coming up here, it's like two completely different worlds. So, and, um, so what, what I, what I feel when I'm in Chicago is that the majority of people down there live in this more fast-paced materialistic and and and, and you know it, the perspective i have on it is that their their um, priorities are maybe not may not be um in order uh as to oppose when i come here to Viroqua, so it's a little more it's, it's a little different people um seem to um not be as materialistic and stuff like that so um, and what i'm trying to get at is is there are so many different kinds of elements that encompass a relationship. It depends on where you live and who you are. And, um, but in the end, um, it's all about not being too attached to that person or that relationship. And, you know, like I say, um, Two people come together, they get to know each other, and if they hit it off, if, first of all, you know, like you were saying, Kyle, it's uh, it's it, it's it's organic right from the get go, right? Uh, there's an old saying that says, uh, "You don't choose who you fall in love with," right? It mm-hmm. just happens, you know. Um, but that being said, uh, you set your boundaries, and um, and you have, and, and and you can give yourself completely, which which is that's that's another crazy thing nowadays because. You know, there's 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 this thought process that, that says that you know if a man completely gives himself to a woman, then she gains more power. He he doesn't he, he's he's not as cool. He's not you know he's not that that tough guy anymore. So you know that whatever. That, um, but 
that being said, it it doesn't matter what happens in a relationship as long as you are not completely attached to that person. And and that goes with anything. That goes with with anything in life. I I would even say I I would go as far as to say is is your children. Like eh, eh, Humans have this 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 notion that when 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 they fall in love or they love something so much, it almost becomes almost like a belonging to them, you know, and they're mine. They're mine, you know. These are my kids. That's my wife. That's my girlfriend. None none of this is yours. It's yeah. it's it's your interacting with it for a certain amount of time. And and if it's taken away from you, it, 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 it's taken away from you. There's nothing you could do about it. And so, you know, um, uh, I was married for ten years. I have two children. They're 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 both kind of young. Uh, my daughter's eleven. My son is eight. And uh, I recently got separated. Um, and uh, it, it was it was really really excruciatingly tough um, at the time. You know, it, it was so tough that I went from uh, being a non-smoker to smoking a pack and a half a day for about a year and a half. Um, but it was the whole thing that um, I was so attached to this unit, to this tribe, this family, you know, that it, it was very hard for me to de- detach. And you know, some could say that that, that attachment, uh, some people will interpret it as, as codependency, possibly, you know, I, yeah. I don't know, you know. Yeah. Sure. But um, uh, the point I'm trying to make is that it doesn't matter what relationship you get into with who. As long as you're honest with yourself, you're honest with that person, you set your boundaries, and um, and you can walk away from it at any time if you have to. If life forces you to walk away for whatever reason, the person's not respecting you, uh, the person, you know, is is gone from this earth, you know, dies or something, you know, whatever the case may be, um, somebody else comes comes into the picture whatever it is you have to be able to to just walk away from it and it's easier said than done but um like i was telling kyle uh, stoicism really really helped me out that's what saved me i would say um and it's uh you know it's a philosophy that teaches you you know not to sweat the little stuff not not to uh not to get too stressed out over things that you have no control over you know it, you know, when 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 a relationship starts to go south, yeah, a, a, usual, a usual reaction for a man is to try to to control it, to 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 steer it into the direction that you that you want. You want to save it, but you know, um, a lot of times that that just makes things worse. Most of the time, that makes things. You just gotta you just gotta, you gotta step back and and um, I really really learn how to do that now, and that goes. You know that 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 is for everything. You know, like somebody cuts me off on the street. You know, when I'm driving, you know, instead of cussing and getting all mad, it's just, you just let it go. Like you just have to not not let things get to you as much, and in turn, that will help you. Look, the whole point. I've always said the whole point to life is every day is a new learning experience, and you have you you're trying to be a better person every day. Um, that doesn't mean that uh, that that you're gonna be a punk and you know, people push you around and stuff like that, you know. But you know, but you know, you're kind, respectful, and um, 
set your boundaries, but learn how to walk away from any situation, whether it's a relationship or a friend, um, anything. And um, and I think if we can learn to do that, you will appreciate life a lot more. You know, because because then those days, those days that you have. Where, where, where you're full of anxiety and you're wondering what's going on and then you're trying to figure out maybe what that person's thinking, which you're never going to do. You're never going to do it. You know, that time is less. You know, I tell my children all the time, every day that you spend arguing with each other is a day you don't get back, you know, and, and, and your days are limited here on this planet, you know, and you got to tr- just try to make the best of them. So, mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know if I made myself clear, but no, that's, that's good. pretty much what how I think of life these days, you know, just try to make the best of it. And trying not to get so worked up about things right. because you know what you you, you can't control. Them. Right. So the one of the key, you brought up a lot of good stuff that we could talk about, but like with that key, like the attachment, like what is it about attachment? Like you you're growing. It's almost like I don't know. It feels so good. It feels so comfortable to be with someone that you love, and you kind of like see into each other's souls, and it's almost like you kind of grow into each other or something. You know what I mean? Like your energy. There's some kind of like. The way I picture it is like there's some kind of energetic bond. There's some kind of like energetic network flowing Mm -hmm. between the two of you that you kind of almost, you grow dependent on in most cases. And that's kind of like your, a lot of your feel goods are coming from this like source. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, and it's just, it's there. And then it's like, it's, it's so beautiful at first. Most of the time it's like, Oh my God, I'm in love, you know, whatever. And then you kind of, it just kind of, you kind of become, it just gets normalized and, yeah. you know, like, um, and you almost get addicted, really, you know what I mean? Yeah, to yeah. It. yeah. Right. Well, plus you got the whole, it's addiction and it's oxytocin. Yeah. It's like two powerful chemical messengers, you know, not that it's just that simple, but, you know, it's two different systems that are conspiring to cause us to have this like extreme you know bliss desire for other people in certain circumstances which then as you both are saying you know we've all, all been saying it leads to this over attachment you know where it's just this expectation that you're attached to them and that's that's what people assume is the right path you know because it it's kind of the way of our, our civilization but I think it's true in successful relationships if you can disattach yourself even though it just seems like wrong you know I, I'm att- I love this person I'm just gonna give them all I, I, I can no matter what the situation it, it act- so it seems paradoxical to do it you know like disattach and it's not like you you know you disattach and you're unfaithful and things like that no it's it's an energetic disattachment from everything as as, as we have been saying not just people and relationships but everything in a way in a in a, in a you know in a, in a comfortable positive way and to at least temper over attachment which you know for myself easy easier said than done for for many people um and i i think another thing that's really interesting and in, you know just looking at how do you sustain a relationship that gives you way more than you know it costs you to an effort and energy to to sustain it you know which is like even if it's not if that's not the case you know maybe we should be walking away from these situations <laughs> maybe we we must walk away from the situation and 
I think it's just fascinating area. And this is just, Bertie, you were saying earlier about the power dynamic, like the assumption for most Western guys. I mean, you know, just sort of in general, this is obviously has many exceptions, but this kind of like underlying culture and, and or just how we're kind of built where we're like, we're, yeah, we're going to control the, the woman. We're going to control the relationship. We're going to pretty much secretly or overtly control everything, you know, and we're just, we're just drawn to that. But just because we're drawn to it doesn't necessarily mean it's like the right absolute pathway to take. And my, my point is like this epiphany of like, you can really maybe get to another level in a relationship is to kind of disattach from that. Like I'm the man and I have, I have this kind of power supremacy over the feminine and whether you do or not, you know, a different story, but you, you know, you sort of create a world where you think that's the case or you make that the case and the, the explosion of like, whoa, let's take this to a whole nother level of relationship is where you surrender to create not equality. That's just such a weird word, you know, like triggers people, but like a, a better balance between the masculine and the feminine in the relationship in all ways, you know, within yourself, within the power dynamic of you and, and your partner, where you look at them in this manner where you don't have this necessary supremacy over them. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa, you know, they're like this equal powerful force to me. And, you know, I think endless benefits can derive from something like that in a, in a romantic relationship. Yeah. Also, like what else is going on in your life, too? You know what I mean? Like I, I can speak to that dynamic that I was that I just shared that story. At that point, like I was living with my parents. I like I was trying to start this business and I was making hardly any money. And I the rest of my life was like in the gutter pretty much. And so I was like basically like leaning on this woman to like get my feel good chemicals from. And so, like, that's, like, really kind of selfish if you think about it. At least that's how I look at it. If you're, like, just trying to, like, be, like, make me happy. I don't like the rest of my life. Make me happy. Nobody can do that. Like, really, there's uh, there's this, like, Will Smith video where he talks about this that I really liked. He was just, like, um, what did he say? He's, like, a relation. the way that he talks about relationships is it's basically, like, two people. Like, he and his relationship, like, made an agreement to, like, that they have to be happy together. They can't put the responsibility to be happy on the other person. Like a successful relationship is when you this like you take the responsibility yourself to be happy and then your significant other also takes that same responsibility to be happy by yourself, mm. independent from the other person. You have, right. Happy. You have to do. That. Yeah, and then come together and right. share that happiness right. into like even a more a better example. Yeah. of that being happy so like build out like there has to be emphasis like if you think that you're just gonna go find someone and then that's just like oh my gosh and i'm complete now you complete me like mm. i i don't really buy that like you yeah. are complete yeah as you are like build it out like what are you doing like what's your career like what like yeah. are you healthy right now like you you have to like find yourself and find like who you are first and like step into who you are and then when you're that and you're like self-contained and like happy with who you are, then, you know, go ahead and share that with somebody. But if you're leaning 
like putting your weight on someone and like, you know, be who I want you to be, like mm. meet my expectations right. because this is the only way I can get my like oxytocin or dopamine fix. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, man, like you're connected to a universe. Like you are directly connected to source. And like you have like you don't need to like focus just and this granted, this is much easier said than done. I realize because I've struggled with this too, but like you don't need to just like focus on this one little source that you have like to get that like feel good fix. Like mm-hmm. you are connected to it all at all times. And I think when you talk about uh, detaching, I think it's like it's a realizing that you like have everything you need within yourself to be happy. Like you don't need to lean on someone else to do that. And it, it, it comes through a lot of experiences of life to, to, mm-hmm. to show you that. And but when you do that. You really take a lot of pressure and a lot of stress off the situation for the person to like perform to you or like mm-hmm. fit some mold or like change in a certain way, like contort themselves in a certain direction in order so you can like actually like yourself. Yeah. Why don't you just like yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, share it with the other person? Well, and it, it's crazy when you think about along the same exact lines you're saying and then when you when you look at from the when you look at it from the perspective of the other person and you having this legitimate wholehearted all in acceptance that they are a separate individual with their own power and they're doing their own finding themselves and loving, you know, who they are as a person kind of thing just like you're saying for yourself so you both need so you're both doing that obviously and and you're we're often thinking about ourselves, but but that the, that power dynamic where that person, and you you truly believe your partner who, you know maybe in other realms or other phases of the relationship or without this knowledge you would you would attempt to control not in some negative you know crazy malicious way but just the subconscious thing where we're trying to control mm-hmm. who these other who the person is for our own benefit in a way let them go in a way to be that person and flourish without us. Like it's hard. Cause you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh you know, there's going to, they're going to find somebody else better. You know, there's all these crazy things. My goodness. If you're meant to be together and you're both in that situation, like the power and the, and the wonderment of that kind of relationship. When you were talking, uh, Berto, um, I, that I heard like context from the relationship or something. You were saying like, something about context of like where you are and like the, and then, uh, also values like values is a real, is a real, uh, important thing to talk about. Cause at some point, you know, for like, you know, you're in your relationship and you're in your container and like there, ha- you would think for, at least in my experience for a successful relationship, there has to be some shared values. You are listening to Radio Free Space 91.9 WDRT, and this is The Conscious Bro Show. Because when you think about values, you got to ask yourself, like, it's connected in with self-worth. Like, what are you worth? Like, what's your value? And, And what do you value? Because when you're in a relationship, you better make sure that at least some of your values are connecting. Like, if you, if both of you have... 100% 100% different values, there's really no uh, center point um, to meet in the middle. And then before you even, you know, ask yourself if you're ready to be in a relationship, you got to like, be very conscious of like, what is your value? Like how much, 
how much are you worth? And that's really a decision that you get to make within yourself. Because I know for me, like any awful, painful relationship that I've been in, it's come, it's been coming from a place of very low self-worth, feeling like I'm not worth anything, like I'm not valuable at all. And then I'm going to go get this person because if I show myself that I can get this person to like me, then I'll be valuable. So then that puts the pressure on them, such unbelievable pressure on them to, to sh just to show me that I'm valuable rather than just showing that to myself by making good decisions in my own life. And like I just give you an example. There's this one relationship that I got in where I was um, I tried really, really hard. You know, it, I tried really, really hard to 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 get with this woman. And that's probably the first red flag because it wasn't really flowing. Like it wasn't flowing, but so I eventually won her over. But like in hindsight, she wasn't really ready to be in a relationship. And she said this many times and I just kind of like overlooked it because I wanted, I was so determined. And a lot of times men are taught that, you know what I mean? To like, to not take no for an answer, to like pursue, pursue, pursue. You know, so I did that and, you know, we got, we had like probably like a month long romantic like period where it was really good. But after that, it became very like painfully obvious that, um, I was like way more invested in the success of this thing than she was. And she was really like had a hands-off approach, like didn't just wasn't really into it. Wasn't, wasn't that into me. And so like, you know, I'd be going to the, we'd be going to the bars and like, she was just off doing her own thing. And it was like, it was like, we weren't even a thing. Like mm -hmm. we weren't even together. And, it, and I remember having that insecurity, like, again, the boundaries weren't clear. Like we, we kind of were a thing, but we kind of weren't. So I didn't know for sure. And it was kind of assumed that, you know, we'd be faithful, but it wasn't a hundred percent locked in. So that like level of insecurity within me, like drove me crazy. Like I, I turned into this, like I was wanting to control, control, like, where is she like watching? Like what's she doing? Who's she talking to? And she would go away, you know, uh, for the weekend, go somewhere. And then I wouldn't hear for, for a couple days. And I'd be just like, so, um, so like preoccupied and obsessed with what, um, of, with what she was doing. And, uh, and I, I actually found out too, it was very codependent. Like I, uh, I wasn't really happy with what was going on in my life, but I thought like I could fix this person. Like I could, uh, I could be a stable person for the, in her life to help her build up her life. But all while my life, my need, my like stuff is not getting dealt with in my life. So it was like, it was like I was devoid of the, cause like I could, I could be the strong person for her and help her. But like, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't affect me. So it's almost like a safety mechanism for me to feel powerful for me to feel value. Cause like this person needs me. She needs me to like, to solve these issues. So that must mean I'm valuable. So I'm doing that from this weird position rather than just focusing, you know, on the value of myself and of my own life. And that puts like unbelievable stress and it, it led me to get, to get hurt. It, it led to me put, putting myself through some unbelievable, painful experiences because I didn't know my value. And I didn't know my own worth and I didn't, you know, and so I was willing to, to go to great beyonds to remain in this relationship 
and I didn't have like really any boundaries either. So she, I got taken on a, a very painful ride for about four months in that situation. We make the other person into the person we need them to be as far as what we think we need them to be, to heal ourselves and to feel comfortable and to feel nurtured and, you know, to overcome our fear of perhaps abandonment like, <laughs> like so many of us have. And we craft this inaccurate picture of who that person is, which doesn't honor them and for who they really are. And obviously it sets us up for heartbreak down the line when we realize that this is not the true reality of, of the situation and who we are as people. And again, as, you know, as, as we've been saying, to achieve a level of like authenticity within ourselves and allowing our partners to be authentic really gets us to that, to that next level. Oh, and it's all too easy to like when you're, when you're in a relationship, like I've done so many times is, is to take your focus, focus off yourself. And then just like, it's like all on the other person. Like when I was in that situation that, um, that I, that I was just discussing and my other roommate told me, like, I was like only talking about that person constantly. Like, it was just like what her problems, her needs, her life, all that. And I, I was like, totally like law had lost focus on like what I needed to do. And my life was like in shambles, like what, what, what I was wanting and everything was on hold to like prop up her mm -hmm. existence. And that, in, in a, and in a way that's like, um, what's the word that doesn't serve the other person. You know what I mean? To like just be there and to solve all their problems for them. You're enabling the other person to like handle their own issues. Like you're like sitting there like propping it up. And then when you're gone, it's all going to fall back down. You got to like encourage them to do this, to that, that. And it's selfish in a way because I'm just doing that to get my own needs met. I'm doing that so I, she can get to a place of stability in her life so she can be the person that I want her to be for me. And that was really what it was about. And, but that wasn't her. She wasn't ready for that. Mm -hmm. She she wasn't down with, with doing that. And really I need to just drop that, let her be who she is and then focus on myself. I think it came from, it came from not, not understanding what my needs are, mm -hmm. um, which is another huge thing. Like, what do you need? And when I say, what do you need? Like what, um, what certain like circumstances, and this kind of goes with boundaries too. They, they're hand in hand. What certain circumstances are like not negotiable for you to be able to function in your daily life? I had have like any pairs of my childhood as well. I had this pattern of just kind of, you know, I'd get my worth and my value out of being like a strong person for somebody else and helping other people solve their needs. But after doing that for the course of most of my life, it was like I become numb to what I really needed. And like as a man, you know, I'm thinking like I can take anything like I'm strong. But so I put myself through some really awful situations that like to help other people with their needs, but like not even knowing what it is I need. You really need to be like solidified and grounded in that information because if you're not like it's really easy to like get thrown out of balance and not be able to function and, and take care of of whatever responsibilities that you need to take and not be able to show up for the world in the level that that you deserve. Yeah. Self happiness 
then everything else seems to fall into place. Um, um, Kyle, as you say, you know, you will autom- I think you automatically uh, connect with somebody who has the same values. Um, but I would like to differentiate values uh, with um, the same interests. You know, so I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's also possible uh, to fall in love with somebody who has different interests. Um, but share the same values. A lot of people get those mixed up, you know. Love runs a lot deeper than that. You know, that connection is really deep. But I go back to being really happy with yourself, which 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 then transcend, transcends into confidence. It, it, you know what you want in life. And then so, so it's almost like that other person compliments you. Um, I don't agree with that old phrase, she completes me, he completes me. Because that almost sounds like a codependency. You can be vulnerable with somebody, but not completely attached. What I mean attached is like that person should not become you. You know, you're still your own person. If that person is taken away from you for whatever reason, you're still complete. You, you see what yeah, I'm saying? Totally. And, 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 I, and I don't think that by saying that, that I, don't, I don't think that lessens your love for somebody. You know, and, and so I want to make that clear. You know, you can still love somebody with all your heart, and and be okay, you know. Um, you've said in the past, you know, if that person is taken away from you, yeah, it's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. You're gonna feel a sting, but it should not lead to like a depression or or or, or just this turmoil that you that you endure for like a long time. It, it should not. That's just how I feel about that. You know? Shouldn't be. Again, we should not be that attached to anything in life because none of it's ours. It doesn't belong to us. You actually manipulate yourself mm-hmm. in, in, into in, into the wrong path. Might, might not be even the other person. The other person might be staying firm and be like, "I'm sorry, but I don't want children." And then you yourself start telling yourself, "Well, maybe I don't want children either." You know, maybe it had nothing to do with the other person. You know, what I mean, the other person's not trying to manipulate you. It's you're trying to rationalize your relationship with that person mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So and why? You know what I mean? Why? Um, again. Um, that goes back to not being truly happy with yourself, which 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 then leads into this confidence. It leads to it, it, you be, when when you're truly happy with yourself, you know what you want, and you're not going to derail from that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, now that 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 doesn't mean that you know uh, compromise is always a given, right? With with a good relationship, you're always going to compromise. But that compromise is a it's it, it it's actually a wonderful thing. You want to compromise with this person. It's not, oh, geez, I got to call her. Oh, my God. I'm going to be home late. You know, no. It's, just, you know, it, 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 it's, it's something that just, it, it just it, it just vibes together, you know. You you want to do stuff like that. You get to do the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah. And um, most of the work shouldn't feel like work. Every once in a while, it may, you know, because we're humans and, you know, people get mad at each other or whatever, but for the most part, it should just flow. Well, and it's a wonderful opportunity for growth, too. But we can do work on ourselves also through the context of the relationship. Like, I totally realized that, like, that because I, I had this issue of, like, just losing things and losing items. And I realized I, I, I did this, like, inventory back in the past. And I found out that almost any time that I will lose items. I am emotionally flustered and I'm like, and something like that is happening and that to where I'm not able to focus on reality. 
and stuff like that happened. So immediately I, was, I had this like crazy awakening experience. It was like, I can't handle that. Like I finally was honest with myself, you know, I'm like, that is something that I can't handle. Like I, I need to like, so I, I made, you know, I, I straight up like found out a need in that moment. Finally, <laughs> like mm-hmm. a need of like, you know what? Like, you know, if there's an issue that needs to happen, it cannot be addressed in like a, uh, emotionally charged way at like nine o'clock in the morning, right? When I'm getting out of bed, like that, I can't, I just can't function that way. It ruins my whole day. So I straight up, boom, boundary, protect myself so I can function in the world. And I learned that by being in a relationship with somebody and you can take these like experiences and it's, it's not for you to just be a rag doll and to take everything and to just like sacrifice like your integrity in order to like be in this relationship. No, it's to like, if you don't know what your needs are, like I didn't, these experiences kind of maybe push your boundaries and push your comfort zones in order for you to be like, yeah, this doesn't feel very good. Uh, I, I can't do that. I can't, this needs to change. Like, sorry, I need this for my own integrity, Mm -hmm. for my own protection. Yeah. And when you don't do that, you, you stand to get manipulated you can get manipulated into like kind of like just going along with whatever anybody else wants on their whim mm-hmm. and you throw your needs and wants to the wind. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of like, I don't know. I just keep thinking of this idea of utilizing hacks in one's relationships, like along the lines of boundaries, create little guidelines that you can both mutually accept and mm-hmm. agree on that. These are the things that I need to be peaceful and productive. And so, you know, we're going to have the, this, this period of time where we're not together, where we're, we're separated, we're not communicating because I just, you know, I need that a little bit. It doesn't, it doesn't take away from, from the relationship. It actually enhances it because you, these needs are these needs and like, why not work with them and, and create these, these understandings where they're necessary but the toughness comes from being, I think, going back to just being stoic in life and not letting things get to you as much, you know, that will, 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 will translate into kind of like a, a tough exterior, so to speak. I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to say that you should be a badass or so, anything like that, you know, um, but uh, that the, the whole the whole non-attachment, the whole not letting things get, get to you as much, you know, that creates this tough exterior, um, which, um, which I think is very, um, appealing to women. Um, and then being vulnerable at some point, well, we're all human, right? So you, you're, you you know, I, I think it's, you will enter that phase at some point. Everything we do that we have a choice in has to be a net positive. To achieve a level with a partner where you have such a high degree of honesty and authenticity, you and and ultimately, of course, love, you know, love and, and attraction. When you can achieve a level of trust, then you can truly be fearless in it. And so and really, it's like a courage to, to actually be in a situation where you can move forward and appropriately share some of these areas with somebody like that. That's that's a cool state to be in. 
Trust and vulnerability are two huge things, and and I would agree with you, Tony. Like it is really a staple of strength, and a lot of times it's misrepresented when it comes to masculinity because you know, like you want to be this tough guy, like right. emotions don't affect you, and you know, and and maybe maybe some women dig that at first, but like mm. I, I think like in order to develop intimacy, I guess is what I'm saying, you must be vulnerable. There's mm-hmm. there's no way to like enter the deep accesses of each other's hearts without really exposing like your heart and yourself in your true authentic form. Yeah. In your true emotions and feelings and really sharing that sacred space yeah. with one another. The only problem with that is when you do that, like you're like you're exposed. Like now mm-hmm. you're exposed, your heart's on a sleeve and you know, she could either take it or leave it. And sometimes yeah. you can, you could really get rejected in that space. We're not saying, I don't think that we want, that we're advising people lose their masculine power. Like, absolutely. You know, that is a core element, I think, in, in who we are. It's, but it's, it's only part of who we are. It's not a hundred percent of who we are. And when you, when you, I think, can achieve that balance in, in, within the realms of a relationship, then everyone is better off, including yourself, and it becomes a more joyous place to be. Well, really, really what we're talking about is discernment. Because, like, I, vulnerability is, like, probably the most courageous thing anybody could ever do, in my opinion. Mm. The most strong people are vulnerable. They're not afraid to be who they really are and they are well seated within themselves and very confident exposing the deepest parts of who they are because they know who they are they're they know their worth and they're confident i guess the real like and if you're truly that way you don't really you know i guess you're not really going to be as affected if someone's like you know i don't like that well yeah. i know who i am i like myself wow yeah the that's, key. that's the main point right there. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the main point. I mean, right. so you're saying you're like, yeah, you're you're turning insecurities into like, you know, securities, like things that you're not. I mean, not necessarily proud of or whatever, but you're not you're not afraid of them that that you have had these in your life, and and you turn insecurities into areas in your life where you have overcome them. Absolutely. And when like and when I say discernment too, it's like you know sometimes there is a place for like, well, you know, maybe this is not the right time to share these certain parts mm-hmm. of my right. heart or maybe this person is not ready to receive maybe this me person's from, not the right person maybe they're they're right. Sure I mean, you have to uh, absolutely accept that possibility which goes yeah. back to attachment right <laughs> and it also goes back to what you said earlier Berto about why we do some of these things kind of goes without saying but why do we do these things where we create these these false realities is because we're attached to the relationship itself I think so many of us have been there where you, you almost know at some point, okay, this is not a good relationship. This is harming her and myself and should end. But I mean, I, I'm really bad at this. I can't end it. You know, I just can't end the relationship because I'm so attached to the relationship. And I, it's hard, man. It's yeah. really hard. Yeah. So well, then, So then I create this false reality in the partner so that I can sustain it have like chemicals like oxytocin that has to have to do with like forming relationships and pair bonding and then we have other chemicals like is i think it's dopamine mm-hmm. that have to do with just you know perpetuating the human race you know like making sure that like, the genes 
the genes of humanity live on. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, both men and actually women, too, are fighting these realities. Fighting your genetics is wanting to pass on your seed to perpetuate the human race. And then also this other, this other, I would say, higher. I mean, I don't want to, like, say that one is less than the other, but there's one, like, more, I guess, kind of spiritual aspect of, like, actually pair bonding and forming, like, greater amounts of love and respect for another person, for another human being. Mm. You know, it's yeah. that, I mean, I think that whole dynamic happening in relationship tends to, it can cause havoc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, right, it just goes back to, like, finding a balance between the kind of, you know, primal biological urges and that level of thing with a more spiritual, deeper understanding and melding of, you know, souls. Because I, I come from, like, bro culture, I guess, if you guys can relate to that. Oh, yeah. And there's this, you know, there's these things, these words being floated around, like, toxic masculinity and stuff. And essentially, like, I would say a lot of people in our reality, in our society, have low self-worth. This woman likes me and, like, is, is into me. Then I get to be worthy. I get to think of myself as, like, something mm-hmm. that is of value and other men can also think that I'm valuable. I think that that is, like... That is a huge issue among, among men these days that, that should be addressed. But when you actually develop your inherent worth in yourself, you don't need to do, like, to do anything like that. You know that you're valuable. You know that you're worthy. You know, And mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to be something that's serving you. That doesn't seem to be something that's serving women. It's like you're constantly trying to prove yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no need for it, really. You know, yeah. if, you're, if you're really, truly, again happy with who you are you don't have to show the world to your friends or anybody you know this this uh this this person that you think the world wants you to be which, which is which is totally untrue you know I, I i i just recently recently um am in the process of overcoming that myself because you know i was raised on the north side of chicago um and i was uh you know, I went to a Catholic grammar school, and I was one of a very, very few brown people that went to that school. Mm. The majority was white, so I used to get beat up all the time, like year after year after starting with kindergarten. I mean, I, I didn't know English. Uh, Spanish was my first language. I didn't know English until I until I went, until I started kindergarten. I started learning English, mm. um, but I just got bullied every year, every year. And then when I got to high school. Um, well, what happened was uh, in seventh grade, I asked my dad to buy me a weight bench and some weights. And then I, I actually methodically planned this out. I said, I'm going to take a year to work out and eat as much as I can to go back to school and beat up the school bully. <laughs> which, <laughs> it's like a movie. It's like a movie. And then a year later, I, I did that. And then when I got to high school, I, um, I, had, to, I had to be the most popular guy in high school. And then I achieved that. But what did that do to me? It created this person with such a monstrous ego that, you know, that, that it, was, it was very counterproductive in my life after that, in my relationships after that. And uh, I'm just now recently, you know, uh, you know like, like you said, the, the traumas that, 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 that happened to you when you're growing up definitely affect you in, in your adulthood, you know. Oh yeah, and, and so you know, but hmm. but the, but but the thing is to realize these things 
and overcome them and just mm-hmm. be yourself. Yeah. And then to take that into a relationship, as you get deeper into your into your couple bubble, into your relationship, those traumas, you know, that lie inherently in, they tend to come out into the mm-hmm. into, into the boundary, into that that space of the relationship, and you almost project your traumas onto the other person, and you kind of help each other to deal with these inherent traumas as a way to heal and grow together on your journey in life through and if you and if you really the relationship comes to an end when you decide not to do that anymore what would be the advice you would give to your say 20 year old self as you're about to uh you're about to walk out the door and get into some relationship know know thyself yeah (laughs) know know your inherent worth you know know your inherent value you know what do you need to do the things that you want in life um find your happiness with who you are and yourself first nobody in existence can make you happy you have everything that you need to be happy now don't try to find your happiness in the eyes of somebody else try to find your happiness looking at yourself in the mirror be happy with yourself um be happy with your life be happy with your career Make sure that no matter what you do, that you are taking full responsibility uh, to be happy with who you are and to be content with what you're doing. And when you have achieved that and you're not coming from a place of searching and trying to extract your happiness from the heart of somebody else, when, you've, when, you, when, you've, when you're sitting in that space, then that's the place where, where uh, healthy, fulfilling relationships come from. Well, I've always said that life is all uh, about a learning process and every day you learn something new, even if it's just a little bit. Um, you wake up every morning to try to be a better human being. Um, but more than anything, like I said before, it's, it's, a, it's a journey of, of not... This, 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 this thing that you're trying to learn every day is how to not let the things that you have no control over you, don't let those things bother you. Just just, just be yourself, be confident, and then everything will fall into place. Become introspective and work on myself and what my, my true motivations are in the world to understand my insecurities and to kind of love that version of yourself where those traumas come from, those those... You know, I just I think of ourselves as like we have these youth versions of ourselves inside of us that we try to cast out that these if this is where the insecurities emanate from and to embrace those versions of yourself. It's kind of like love yourself sort of thing. And and just know that you can coexist with those insecurities. They may they may never truly go away, but they don't have to dominate your behavior in an out in an outward manner. And that extrapolates well into relationships to also in relationships really achieve like with all that you can that that harmony and balance between the masculine and the feminine energies in each individual and the relationship as a whole. And to kind of give yourself permission not to create this reality and dominate the situation. Be selfless in the relationship. Allow yourself to be powerful, but also vulnerable to them, to have a trust in each other, and again, to be 
to be bold and fearless. Awesome. Well, that concludes this episode of the Conscious Bro Show. Thank you, Birdo. Thank you, Tony, for, for joining me. Um, you are listening to Radio Free Space on WDRT 91.9, and this is the Conscious Bro Show. Bye. Bye.